You can donate as little as a dollar a month to help support the podcast on patreon.com slash what a history podcast. Our bonus Friday episodes will be moving over to Patreon on our higher tier on September 8th. Hello. Hey, what are you up to? You're listening to What a History Podcast with Krista and Kayla, two friends, 200 miles apart, but always in constant communication. I mean, it's almost apocalyptic. Checking the book out. Hey guys, welcome back to What a History Podcast. It's our bonus Friday special edition, and today we are going to be doing our Barbie Girl episode. But before that, um, hi, this is Kayla, and Chris is here with me. Hello. And we just wanted to start review sh- shouting out the reviews that are given to us, because it really helps us with our building this pod here, building this family right yeah we appreciate you guys doing all your ratings i've been seeing more and more polls that you guys have been taking on spotify and your reviews they're coming through um but yeah rate us five if you can we really appreciate it follow us subscribe um but yeah i want to shout out to erica thank you for leaving a review um she said i'm a new listener here i like the podcast i'm listening to two of my girlfriend's chats about life and what's happening keep up the excellent work Oh, thank you, Erica. We really appreciate you leaving the review. And it's so perfect. It's fun to interact with you guys, too. And Erica, you kind of gave us our mission statement. We didn't know we had one, but thank you for that. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah, it's kind of hard to sum up things when you're like really close to it. So I was like, I'm glad that that was like the perfect summary of what we're doing here and what we're trying to accomplish. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. Exactly. And you guys are getting all the authentic things. Me and Krista had a conversation where we're just going with our passionate topics as of the day before we record, basically. That gives (laughs) us our better view. So Krista, you saw the Barbie movie, right? Yes. I laughed. I cried. I laughed. Then I cried again. And I was really blown away, actually about how amazing the Barbie movie was. And like, I don't go to the movies hardly ever. I went to House of Gucci. I think that was the last movie I went to see in theaters. So when I go, I like really, it's something I really, really want to see. But yeah, it was, I really, really enjoyed it. It did not disappoint. I mean, I'm a movie head. You know, I go to the movies all the time. It's my release because I can sit down without children talking to me. And I'll (laughs) go by myself. Frequently, I was in the Dear Evan Hansen IMAX theater with two other people that were like that's amazing kids but like the best scenario ever (laughs) it it was actually if they wouldn't have sat so close I'm like this is awkward guys like I I know I bought the ticket because before I went in I was the only chair in there so I'm like why would you go right in front of me you weirdos is it one of the ones where it's like you pick the seats or is it yeah yeah no you you like they're all like that now huh no and you pick the seats but it shows you where there's someone's yeah and I got the first ticket in that I knew that movie was gonna get pulled within a week and it did also I was the only person that was like life as we know it or something it's like an Amazon movie with like Oscar I forgot is Isaac Isaac Oscar Oscar Isaac Oscar Isaac and like some I forgot who else was in it but 
I was by myself in that too. And that movie got pulled within three days. So I know when my movies I want to see are going to get pulled. But Barbie <laughs> was definitely not one of them. That theater was packed Yeah, when I went in to see it. And I was just shocked by the the visuals. It was such a like feeling movie. It got you yeah. like, like you said, it takes you on a roller coaster of emotions. When anytime I go to the movies, it's like they'll show those little like Pixar shorts in the beginning. And I just start crying immediately <laughs> like I don't know what it is I'm like this is so sad like it was like the little old guy with like the dog so even before the movie started and then also they our movie theater is all screwed up so they basically sold a movie or a showing a showtime that didn't actually happen so my cousin and I are in the theater and we're like sitting there because it said elemental on the thing but it said theater 11. I was wondering so, how you got a Pixar intro. I was like, uh, I didn't right. see that. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that should be my first time, but I was, it was lovely. I liked the little like short that they gave, but I was like, so we're sitting there and I'm like, this is really like empty, but they had a billion different show times. So I was like, well, maybe, you know, for whatever reason, right, <laughs> right. There's like five people in here. So we're like, this is wrong. This has got to be the wrong theater. So then we go over to the correct theater with the correct showtime, but wrong theater number because our ticket said 11. We go and luckily like our seats weren't taken by somebody else. It just so happened like that, like I picked like row D, but then I go to the other theater and row D is the handicap one for this other theater. <laughs> and like, luckily nobody would sit there because they basically sold tickets to a, a theater that wasn't that did not exist basically. So I was like, that all kind of just worked out. But yeah, so we had lots of space around us in our seats. Um, but yeah, we finally got that all on track. But just FYI, I don't know what Cinemark is doing, but get it together, please. Also, get it together. The people who are sitting there and saying Margot Robbie is mid-level hot, right. stop it. I don't know what the hell, what, they, what in the incel is going on, but I'm like, Everybody is is behaving very poorly when it comes to like these like reviews. It's all by these like weird men that are giving these weird reviews about Barbie. I'm like, it wasn't written for you. It, it was not. It shan't be for you. And also, as we <laughs> always say, like Kelly Kapoor in the office, if Margot Robbie's a five, I'm like a negative 18. Right. Exactly. Then I'm then none of us are attractive if Margot Robbie's not. If she's a five. Yeah, yeah she's exactly. A five. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, but, that yeah. is harsh. Well, yeah. And I just, I was, I didn't really know what to expect because it was like, I didn't know if it was just going to be, you know, a two hour long, like Mattel commercial. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be too. Like, or like a long music video kind of. Yeah. Or just like, like more kid centric, like where it would just be like more of like a cartoon kind of situation. And I was like really loving in the, in the beginning when they kind of just like made a parody out of the song, like everything was very like exaggerated, like you know, where it was, it was still adult forward. Too. Oh yeah. No, but it, well, I, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you noticed, but every time they show the preview, they'll say not meant for children, like some topics and themes. So I think yeah. they were trying to be like, but also to be fair, do young girls today feel with Barbie the way we felt? I don't, I don't know. think so. Cause they have those like LOL dolls. The, I don't right. even think brats are out anymore. I know LOL I dolls. Know. Well, and that was the thing. I'm like, Barbie was, that's, that was our goddess. Like that was like our queen. And like, there wasn't a lot of other options and no, I, didn't, she I didn't need any other options. I didn't need anything else. That's all I wanted. 
Like, do you remember when Toys R Us was a thing and there would Mm -hmm. be like three aisles of pink, just Barbie stuff? Yes. Like, it was Barbie Metropolis. If you go to Target now, Barbie's like half of a one aisle, not even like double side. I'm sure it's going to change. Well, and just the iconic ones, there was only a certain amount of Barbies that were out at a certain time because there was like the shave with me, Ken one. There was like all these like really iconic ones. (laughs) There was one where she had twins. Yeah. And it was like, there was only like a few that were released at a time that were like the major, like big ones. And then of course you could go and like buy like, you know, your standard, like little Barbies and the like your individual skinny, Barbie. Yeah. And they're skinny, yeah, and package. The skinny thing, but the but ones you wanted that had the, the features. Big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And those didn't release all the time. So it was like every, every few months or so, like maybe like six months, there'd be like a really like huge push for like a certain Barbie that had a certain thing. And then they would have, you know, the like basic ones and the little skinny packages you could buy. And those were always around. But I just remember it being like such like a cult following, like, you know, way more intrinsic in our lives than it, it oh, is yeah. now. We used to spend hours setting up like the little stove and everything. And yeah. I swear it would feel like the second we were done, it was like, all right, you guys got to clean up. <laughs> I know like, my mom, me. my mom allowed me to have my stuff out for like two days. And then it was like, okay, you got to pick up your like Barbie land. Cause I had had like all the, you know, different like little like sections. The stove the and the house. couch. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, yeah. And you have it, like, you're all your little like Barbie town and you know, your house and like all the little like add on <laughs> things and the different cars. So it's like, okay. It was literally in the middle of my floor, like Barbie land. And literally like, if you want to take it back, when your kids are just learning what sex is, it's like you slap your Barbies together and it makes like the sound. It's like you have Ken Jack, Hammer, Robbie, or Barbie. Right, it's exactly. just like, you're like, that's exactly. how this works. Do, 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 do. Right. Well, and that was the thing. It was like, you know, it was, that's what we did. That's what we played with. And I feel like there's so many more options. There's screens now that we didn't used to have all that. So I think it was very much more, a part of our like upbringing yes, than it, it was, was amazing and yeah yeah and the weird barbie part everyone had a weird barbie that you right. accidentally cut their hair off right or exactly. just ended up naked at the bottom of the bin with yeah. her legs spread it was perfect <laughs> and it doesn't ever like their hair doesn't lay flat when you cut it it just goes out into a, like a cynthia from rugrats situation oh yes so- cynthia is the most iconic barbie really yeah. if you think about it absolutely she went down in history <laughs> she went through a lot she I I wish they would have done went weird Barbie with a nod to Cynthia right wouldn't that be hilarious like that weird striped dress yeah when I just yeah I really liked how they were able to tie in like real real life issues and I didn't I wasn't really sure where they were going to go with it because I really didn't know what to expect but like I think they did a really good job about you know really making it a girl power forward thing without making it tacky and without making it like this is a kid film because when they showed America Forever, I was like, oh, and I, I lost it. I was like, okay, now now I'm like in my feels about this movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it was, you're right. They did it in a very delicate, non-cliche manner. I feel that like really like hit home without being too over the top with it. And I have this theory there. I've seen a lot of people who negatively review it, but I think are more, I don't know maybe even glass half full people are the ones who are like reviewing it negatively but it's like you got upset because real life came into this Barbie movie 
right and somehow you're living in barbie land and you don't realize all this stuff is happening right it's and like it was you really can't good win. you really can't win but yeah and it, i just i think it was just we needed this movie for this time especially with like just being a woman in our country and in the world just at all right now it i think we really all needed like a bonding moment to like you know think about our moms think about like all the women in our life and it's like that's who it was for and that's how, like we were acknowledging like all the struggles that women go through like in and this movie and generationally and we're finally like able to say it and address it in a sense that I don't think Barbie made us all bad but it did kind of you know segment us out a little bit and yeah. <laughs> There was a beauty standard getting put towards it, but the way that they were able to like make it realistic to, yeah. like you said, girl power without it being like the powder puff girls or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, that's exactly it. And I was like, I liked how they had like different generations of like women in their interactions with Barbies. Like, you know, the younger girl, like obviously she, you know. She didn't care for it. Yeah, she didn't once care. once again, it's that whole, I mean, she was a little too old to be playing with Barbies anyway, so right. I was confused on that. Maybe. Yeah, but I I was like, I'm America Ferrera right now. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, right? Oh my but it just, was very sweet. I really liked, I really liked the sentiment of it and the overarching like tie-ins with everything. And it's just like, I feel like it kind of bonded women again and like it may sound tacky that it just but it it's like if barbie if, if nobody can do it then bar you know barbie's the one to do it <laughs> but here's the thing i actually think you hit that the nail on the head because i think we we constantly have to have reminders to stick with women and yes. to be on this because society doesn't want us to always just be these strong women that hang yeah. out together and stuff and competition gets into it it's our fault just as much as society's fault yeah but like I think the hardest part is we're constantly being told what bonds us together is fluff but yeah there was there was so much more than like the one really in the movie. it just divided them because it's like when she came back and like everybody was in like you know cheerleader outfits and like handing out beers and stuff it's like that's when it's it divides us all when we're all trying to like focus on not having compassion for each other and like you know in a in a competitive mindset that's what ends up happening and I think exactly. that they just like they depicted it perfectly and it was and it's like maybe it took the simplicity of Barbie to kind of open our eyes to something that could be a little more complex well and explain and in a more complex way exactly and that's why we kind of talked about this because through barbie reflection we were able to sit there and have actual real conversations about things the ways we've grown as women as people and lessons we've learned and i guess that's aging us a bit because i've heard the trope when you're reaching your mid-30s as a woman <laughs> you kind of start getting your barbie head back on your shoulders i guess for a while right. like kind of walking around without the head on right and doing the splits and cutting our hair all weird and we oh we my god barbie we, all, for a little bit. <laughs> we all have been weird barbie that's such especially our generation that is such a good point krista there was a yeah. point when this blonde bitch had like black hair dye oh that she ruined her hair with yeah blonde black and red it was burgundy like, and it, it was forever circa 2005 and my hairstylist is like you're gonna want to go back blonde in a month and i'm gonna fucking kill you and luckily she didn't put straight black in it because that's really hard to get out. But, but yeah, it was still like a moment a, um, phase of some weird phases of our lives that were questionable. It's like, okay, I'm finally settling into like where I feel I'm finally knowing who I am and like not putting up with bullshit anymore. And like, 
just in the last like month, even I feel like I'm just, I've had it like trying to put up with shit that I'm really not okay with. There's been a weird growth going on in the past, like this past half of the year that we're both feeling and emerging, but like, even it starts as small things you learn, like when you're really emotional and you're feeling a certain way, don't touch your fucking hair. No, don't. Don't get bangs. No, no. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like just leaning into like the stuff that I've been processing like this last year and trying to at least like turn it into a positive where I can learn something from it or at least reflect on it. Cause there's been so much like stupid shit that I'm like, why is this happening? And I'm like, you know, it, not to be like, you know, hippy dippy philosophical or whatever, but it's, I feel like there's always an opportunity to try to reflect on like, how would I have handled this before? And how am I like glad that I'm not looking at things the same way as I used to? Well, we have to give gratitude for every step of personal growth or you can lose it because it's, it's, you know, it's like a lifestyle. You have to keep practicing what you're feeling and you can lose it in moments of jealousy or in moments of life being chaotic, but it's like knowing our worth too. Like I really love, you know, it's kind of going back to like the whole, just because it's a Ken doesn't mean it has to be your Ken, right? You know, and that's a huge thing that I think you're learning yeah. through with really being particular about the person you're gonna end up having a relationship with. It's right. not so crucial by having just like a set. You're like, I can be Barbie on my own. Well, exactly. And I just I feel like just situations like I'll have to do a recap of what happened at this music festival. Well, it'll be a bonus episode one day. Um, but yeah, just having to look at a situation where a guy is trying to divide two women and pit them against each other. And so this is kind of what was going on. And I, I gave this girl the benefit of the doubt. So basically what had happened, my ex brought somebody and didn't tell anybody it's tricky now in like two weeks to something that we had a lot of like time and planning going into where we were camping for three days together. So wildly inappropriate for the situation. And I would never do that to somebody that I just got out of a relationship with like a couple months before. I would never do that. I would never like bring somebody and not like give them a heads up, let alone like the people that planned it, not give them a heads up. Cause you know, it's like, we all know each other well, and we're living together for three days. So I was like, I don't know what was told to this girl to have her coerced to come on something like this and not That's ask a more questions. Yeah, that is our woman, right? She is, but yeah, it's just like I don't. I always try to at this point in my life not get mad at the girl or the woman, like, and immediately because I feel like that just it it takes the onus off of the dude that set up this whole situation. And no, they do that on purpose, exactly. And I'm like, I don't know what she's been told. I don't even know if she knows that we dated. I don't know any of this. So I'm like trying to like, you know despite the other problems in the friend group with the situation, I'm trying to just go into this, like, Hey, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. Like, I'm not upset that he's moving on. I'm not upset that he's with somebody. It's the way he's handling it. And why the intention of why you would bring somebody to this, it's pretty transparent that you're trying to like upset me and like piss people off and like, you know, get a rise out of people or whatever you're trying to do. It just was wildly inappropriate. And so anyway, I'm like, you know what, what am I going to do about it now? I have to be around them. So I go and say, hi, introduce myself do you need help with anything, blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, I go about my day, but then when I noticed there was a shift because things were fine, things were fine. Then all of a sudden there was a shift where it was like really over the top, just like laying it on thick. So I could see them making out like 
all night the first night. And I'm like, all right, now I gave you the benefit of the doubt that he was maybe telling you some story and you weren't fully aware of the situation, but now I see you for what you are and you're in your forties. So like, and you have, as far as I know, two children. Um, I don't know what, I don't think you call them children. Well, yeah, I think, I think one's a full ass adult, like 20 something year old, but at this point it's like where some women never learn that like, Hey, there's some wisdom to be had here about how this guy is manipulating me and using me to upset another woman. Like, and no, the fact that 100%. you're not even picking up on that is insane to me. Like, I, I just don't, I don't buy into every guy has a crate. All of his exes are crazy anymore. No, it, that's actually such a red flag. Like yeah. now I know that. And it's, right. it's, it's, and it's always meant to be, there's it feels like there's like some hidden agenda behind it because then yeah. you shut off the ability for women to come together and actually talk because here's the thing i i've told you this so many times there i have this theory women together scare people yeah, yeah. because we can get down to it like we can get down yeah. When I went out of my way to just like, you know, have a conversation, like she was right there. So I'm not just going to not say something. And I could tell like he was over kind of like watching just to see. And it's like, I'm not here with an agenda. Bottom line, you made everybody really uncomfortable by bringing a stranger. So I'm not going to like punish her for that. But as soon as I could see that she was getting in cahoots with whatever he was telling her, it's like, I, I would, at this point in my life, I would never like intentionally be put in a situation and and as soon as I figured out what was going on I wouldn't let him use me to upset somebody else or manipulate a situation and I would feel mortified if I if I were in that situation and some guy was pulling this shit because it's like as if you didn't know what was going on by the time you got there and read the room and like hey you know whether he she knew we dated or not whether she knew any of that information it was it was clear as day after like the first few hours that she was there it's like and I would have been pissed at him being like how dare you like put me in this situation how dare you try to manipulate you know me coming into pissing off your ex or whatever and it's just it was just so gross because I'm like I we can't we have to stop enabling men being able to manipulate situations and use us to manipulate and and hurt other people and it's like I don't ever want to be in the middle of something like that ever again or buy into the my ex is crazy. Oh, she, she, you know, it's like, I I'm done hearing those narratives and I'm walking away. Yeah, I do. But also it goes, I mean, as we always try to like see the other side of the coin, because once again, men, we don't have the same experiences. We can't speak on it, but I think it could go both ways. Like if a woman's constantly saying everybody that they dated before was like a crazy stalker or whatnot, like that's, that too is also a red flag. You don't want yeah. to sound like you're in love with your ex, but at the end of the day, it's like kind of thinking before you speak on a topic, I guess, right. which is another lesson that we've learned Yes, <laughs> to become a better woman. And yeah. I also think that taking men out of the equation, I've learned a lot as an older woman like when you're upset with your friend because that's the thing friends will say things that will upset you sometimes it's just the reality yeah it's kind of like you gotta actually face the issue and it you know for so long it was so hard to say like this hurt my feelings right like it was like we didn't want to be that vulnerable enough to be like this hurt my feelings yeah or, or we you had just to turn say it outward yeah or instead of like turning yeah. in to the person and being like hey 
this is how this made me feel and just talk it out. We go to, you know, a guy and talk about it or another friend talk about it. And it's like, that's just exacerbating the issue that could have just been like such a small thing that you got over and talked out and like, Hey, that's not what I meant to say or whatever. So it's just like you, you, we end up muddying the water even further, but I just, I'm, I'm just looking at like situations that have been happening around me lately and being like, I am so glad that I'm in a place that I don't feel the need to do what he's doing to me right now. I don't feel the need to be the girl that's like sitting and being like used right now to, to upset somebody or to like manipulate shit and just be like very conniving. And And I'm just glad I'm not seeing it like that. Like I needed you to back. And your reaction to it wasn't going out immediately to find someone to be a place filler because he did it. right so that's also growth too because back in our younger days it'd be like oh he has someone I need someone I'll take this I'll just settle for this like as you called it like a clearance shirt at like Marshall's or something (laughs) on the clearance rack (laughs) yeah when you're just like I need a shirt to go out and so you just settle with something right you don't even like well and what ended up happening is I had so much fun with the people because that's why I went there I went there to have fun with my friends and we were supposed to go to this event together and that was even what was even more tacky about the whole thing and they just ended ended up making themselves look so tacky and stupid and it's like everybody came up to me and was like Krista you're handling this so well I'm so proud of you and I'm like that was so validating they that people are finally seeing like what kind of bullshit he pulls and why we're not together but also like how far I've come that it's like people went out of their way to tell me like Krista like you handled this so much like so great like I this isn't okay but like what are you gonna do they're already there so I just I feel like if anything comes like of these situations at least I'm not immediately like wanting to go to like a retaliation mindset because that's so easy to do when you're not healed and you're not working on yourself yeah yeah it it was it was (laughs) eye-opening Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, there's so much growth and it's it feels like a constant path. Like I'm finally understanding why like we used to be told by older women like, oh, in your 30s, you'll figure out who you are and just wait till you're four in your 40s. And then when you're in your 50s, you really got it down. And it's like that always seemed so scary. But now I'm understanding it more because I'm like, yeah, I don't look hot like I did 10 years ago damn, I couldn't go back and redo it and trace my steps. When there's a lot of things that weren't attractive about how I behaved and the things I used to do and the things that I, you know, that I would engage in and like, you know, shift blame to. And I'm just so glad that like, we've been able to see each other on the journey in our thirties. Oh yeah. It's way, it's, it's really awesome. And I'm like, really grateful that we've known each other as long as we have. And just, it's awesome to just to see like how we progress to everything. Oh yeah. Changes women. Okay. You're going to do a little ditty. Cause I'm going to go take a break and you just entertain people and talk about whatever you want. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I, I was really proud of myself along with my friends and not like sitting here trying to like have a yay Krista party all day long, but I just, I know how I would have reacted before and it just, it's, it's really upsetting when it's like, you see a mirror held to your face about things that you would have done in your past. Like, you know, maybe if I was coming from an unhealed place, I would have, you know, tried to take somebody there just to upset, you know, an ex or whatever. And it's, it's really just telling about how much I don't want to be that person anymore. And it's like, it's literally a mirror being held up to your face and just, 
reflecting on, wow, I'm so glad I don't look like him or her right now. And how many times they've been put in those positions and, you know, not judging them or anything, but it's just like, I just know that those are not the people that are aligned to be in my life at this point. Cause what do you, what do you do with that? Like if somebody's just deliberately trying to like go out of their way, it just shows like how unhealed they are. And it's like almost a cry for help with the situation. Cause you literally took like a girl that you've known for a week to something just to piss other people off and show everybody that you've moved on. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cry for help. And I will say, I don't think you could downgrade any further than he did in every single category. So if anything else came from it, I really felt great about myself by comparison. It's like, if you wanted me to compare myself to her, then then, I feel great. (laughs) But then that's where we get stuck back to like, see, it's all a cycle. And we get to like the part of comparing ourselves to other women, but it's right. Because men do it. Men make us do it. Like they don't make us do it. No, they do though. brought her here. What am I supposed to do? Obviously I'm going to compare myself to her. (laughs) No, let's think about that. Like, have we ever heard of a scenario where girls are making the, like the hookup list? Like who they want to fuck the most. We've never just sat there and done that, like and wrote it down. Yeah. And they always leak it that there's an intention to it. If we did do it, it's in our yearbook that no one saw. Or it's on it's in a code of some sort. Or it's us talking just individually to each other. (laughs) Right. When I remember hearing about like some of our guy friends lists, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I thought we were just friends, but okay. Like, you know, but men are always the ones that are like, I feel like are obsessing about who is better than who. And it just puts that on women. It just, it bleeds over and it's not cute. Oh, and it it causes like competition, even if it's not about looks. Like as somebody who's married, I know for a fact, I get like some, I feel some type of way about people when I can like tell that they're like, way more stereotypically a housewife than me and I'm just like my husband will say like nothing about it but I'll just be like why don't you just go marry her Alex she bakes <laughs> why don't you marry her her house has perfectly decorated and yeah. it's like I'm putting these onuses on myself I know right, that right in that sense but like I think also as I've I feel like the biggest growth I've had in the past year that's developing me into a woman Woman. you know not a girl not yet a woman <laughs> but I think it's realizing that I think I don't see any shame in putting effort towards your exterior but what's the issue yeah. is like if your looks are the only thing you're focusing on and not like what's on the inside I know that sounds so cliche too but I just got this realization and like, I'm like I like I was working out constantly Krista knows this I was Mm -hmm. just trying to make my exterior look at a way that's socially acceptable but it got to a point where I realized like well everyone has different tastes everything's going to be wrong there's always going to like look at Margot Robbie she's getting picked apart if she's getting picked apart (laughs) I there's no way I'm gonna like please everyone with my looks but I then really just took a big insight I'm like look and I was like damn I think it's myself that needs like the makeover like the inside yes the parts that actually like matter that no one else can see but it's for us because we always say that you have to go to sleep with our own thoughts we're the ones living with this you have to be around yourself the longest out of anybody yeah so you (laughs) reminded me of that clueless line she's like 
See, I need a makeover, but this time I'm going to make over my soul. It's true though. So like, true though, I love like, it. Think about it. Like when you're sitting there and you're busting your ass at the gym or being hungry and like denying yourself things, you're the only person feeling that denial and yeah, you can feel good in your skin, but the, you're doing it for everybody else is just visual acceptance. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, it's, it's like when, you know, even just the music festival thing, it's like, that was all to prove something outwardly. And clearly the real damage is still going on inside. And that was just so transparent and everybody saw it. And it's just like, and I, I look back at different points in my life too. And, you know, I'm like, I really looked as, as confident as I felt on the outside, I looked so insecure. And oh my so gosh. Sad. I do that sometimes too. I'll look back on times where like, I was like, quote unquote, the most skinny and like, snatch but I see it in my eyes where I was like you were not happy because it takes so much work you're obsessed I remember obsessing every day was like obsessing with like getting two hours at least in the gym and what am I eating and I can't eat that and I can't go there because I don't want to eat that I don't want to see people eating that it's like cool so you like can fit in these jeans but Right. And it's just almost as like a cry for help because it's like all your energy is being put in the wrong bucket. Like, because that doesn't ultimately fix everything. And I remember I it didn't matter how skinny I could get. Like it was never going to be, it enough. would never be skinny enough. I've always said that too. And that's where it, I kind of like, I think that's one thing that we've both changed as women. Like, of course we're healthy. We take care of ourselves and we make sure that we're like maintaining in an extent. Right. right. But like, that rat race to the perfect body that's never going to happen because I've learned that you're never going to be content with yourself we know our we know every part of our bodies things that people don't see and I think hand in hand another thing I learned was I'm so insecure about stuff on my body and I finally realized like no one's even looking at me because they're looking at themselves and their own insecurities yeah like we're all such self-involved human being a human is Right. Well, and you just become a shell, like a really pretty, like decorative egg with nothing inside of it. And it's yeah, just a fragile and to be, ass shell. And to be honest, when you're walking around like daily life, do you ever just like kind of look around and just like start like ranking women? No, like I don't like to keep an eye on that or at all. But yeah, one thing I do do, I've made it a really big thing that anytime I like find something admire like oh, I see a woman and I see something cute about them or whatever like for example I was getting Wendy's I know I'm a trash bag but I and I was getting <laughs> my bag from it and the girl had just like her eyelashes and eye makeup were on fleek and I just had to just be like your eyelashes are gorgeous yeah and when it's I, like for so long I, I wouldn't that. say that out loud because I'd feel yeah. weird but now I'm just like, if I see an outfit, I'll be like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like I'll yeah. stop people. Your hair is gorgeous. Like your hair color is stunning. Yeah. I said that to one woman. And just like it was day. Exactly. And I'm like, why was I so afraid to give compliments to other women? Yeah. One, I just think it's just the dynamic that we've grown up with our entire lives. And I remember when I was 21 and I was hanging out with this girl that was like the most negative person I've ever met in my life. And I just noticed it was rubbing off on me. And then I started hanging out with um, this one friend, Tammy. And every time she would see somebody, she would say something nice immediately. Like 
you know, and it wasn't something that was like forced or disingenuous or anything. She would literally just find one nice thing to say about them every single time. And I was like, you know, noticing that she would do that. She's like, no, like I make, I make that a habit of mine. And now it's like, I do it all the time and it's, it makes me feel good. It makes them feel good. Like, and it's not forced. It's not, you know, inauthentic. And I really loved that. And I, I think that that's something that every woman should embrace. Cause there is something nice to say about everybody when you see them, like, you know, there's something positive to say. It doesn't always have to be like physical either, you know, and that's, but I feel like we, we feel like that's always going to win with a lot of women too. Cause it's like, Oh, thank God. I spent a lot of time in my hair. Thank you for noticing. Like, Yeah. Well, and know. it's all, if when it's authentic and it's real, it's not just like a blanket, like, Oh, you look cute. Oh, you look cute or something. It's yeah. like, and also I think about the days where I'm like frazzled and I feel like complete garbage. Like when a stranger just says something nice, you're just like, Oh, thank you. Right. And that's the thing. It's just such a small thing to just incorporate in your daily habits. And it made such a difference from how I was feeling, you know, earlier at 21 versus later at 21. I was like, God, just a huge weight was lifted. Just a not hanging out with that person anymore. And B like incorporating just like new little tiny things that don't take any like extra energy or anything to do. And it goes such a long way. And I feel like, you know, just being there for, for other, even like that girl that was there, I was like, Oh, I like your outfit. Or like, you know, I like your fishnets with your bikini. And like, you know. <laughs> okay, and that then, wasn't I mean, a hurtful. Was but you but, find yeah. something, and it was like I could have just been a total fucking bitch to her for no reason. And I really fucking tried until I started getting disrespected. But whatever, I removed but myself. Still, I didn't need to go out of my way. Yeah, you didn't. You weren't nasty because yeah, I didn't need to go. I didn't want to be around them necessarily. But if she came, she came up to me and tried to talk to me, and I was like okay, you know, a little short with you now because you're being, you're being trashy to me, but whatever. And yeah. so anyway, it's just like, I, I normally could have handled things very, very differently. Like my unhealed self five years ago, and I'm still healing. I'm not, there's never done, but like, if I was like 25. Oh, I would have been in probably jail or something. So yeah. Well, I just <laughs> feel like we have a bad, it's like I said, it's such an ingrained thing where we view every, like our initial reaction is to view women as our competitors yeah and it's like we're some it's like we're not even all competing for the same thing and also there's space for everyone's success there's space for everybody and yeah it's like a lot of times it it sounds cliche but some of the times it's like yeah jealousy could get the best because if you perceive somebody as like looking better than you or skinnier than you or whatever it's like you could automatically just like hate them because yeah but it's all in our power, but we can all share the light. It's just interesting how much we've changed too in that form where yeah. we just don't need to be in competition with each other. Cause I think we're all struggling and I'm sure men feel the same with their standards. Like they compete right. in different ways too, but I just don't think it's as harsh. Yeah. And I think too, there was a, a thing that I saw about like another woman I'm doing the same thing as you as not your competition. And it's like, we're, you know, even like, for example, on Etsy, if somebody's doing the same thing as me, you're making that category of that product or whatever you're creating stronger with more women doing it than just you saying, bitch, you can't do this with me. And you standing alone, especially eventually a male is just going to come in and take that market if we're constant because they will. Yeah. 
it's almost like actually in the Barbie movie, how the Mattel people, it was all men working on Barbie. Yeah, exactly. And it's like she she was, you know, a good example of like one thing that men, no matter how hard they try, they can never be Barbie. So like that they have to they have to constantly like try to like do everything but you know, up to actually being a woman. That's the one thing they can't actually like take take from you. So it's like I feel like women looking at other women as allies is so important because you know it's like anything is going to be in higher demand if there's more women doing it and there's more women to fulfill like a demand for something so even just with businesses and stuff I I feel like there's a lot of like opportunity for women to like come together with stuff and actually like make something bigger than anything they could do on their own like as one person Exactly. And also doing things that actually make you happy, not because you want to succeed in like a category that they tell you you should be doing as a woman. Like I know for me, like, especially with my parenting, you've noticed that like I have no choice but to like, keep in my own way. But you know, I can't focus on mommy blogs. I can't focus on all these things that people are telling me I'm doing wrong because it will get to me because I think in a weird way I think you you'll agree with it too it almost reminds me of that rush that Bama rush documentary where like that woman made a comment that she would rather be rejected by a man than be rejected from a sorority yeah and it's kind of that feeling where I feel women like rejecting you in a space or an area is probably almost more painstaking than a man well, yeah, because there's not the sexual element. I mean, obviously, if it's, I'm talking about from like a straight, like male, yeah, female oh yeah, dynamic. we're cis, we're cis women, so cis yeah. hetero women. So yeah, we're only speaking on this. So we can't that dynamic, speak to everything else. Yeah, and that dynamic, it's like there's not that element where that's at play. So it's like okay, it really disarms everybody when it's like that's not on the table, and these women see a part of me that men don't see. We see stuff in each other that like men don't see. So it's like, it is a very vulnerable thing to be friends with women without like sex on the table and not having like all these other like outside influences that we have with men. And it's, it's just interesting. Cause I remember when I left the liquor industry, I was male dominated. Like, I mean, I was literally being sexually harassed for a living almost every single day. And you were and almost, you were okay with it. You were conditioned for it to be okay. Like right. it was almost, you just learned jo- to, yeah, you learned it was your job description almost like you cut and I, that it darked you out. It took years for yeah. you to finally realize like, it, that's not okay. It's not worth it. And that's what I noticed about the job I work now. It's like, I work around probably 90% women and there's no drama. <laughs> Like there's no, there doesn't have to be, there doesn't. And that's always the cliche too. Everyone goes to like, Oh, there's a group of women. They're probably being catty and gossiping when like, Mm -hmm. we're not always like that. It's like, we're talking about how bloated we feel and Hey, let's go get some pizza. I'm on my period. (laughs) Well, yeah. While I'm bloated, I'm going to bitch about being bloated, but let's get your Dairy Queen. They get it. It's like, you get it. So it's just, you know, those like things that where it's like, it just take, it disarms us and it takes us that like, you know, competition element off the table and that tension off the table of like a sexual element there. And I just, I feel like we've, we're still, we still have so far to go, but I, I really feel like after watching that movie though, I felt like more connected to the other women in my life that also watched it. And like, it was just a very like bonding Thing that I hadn't really seen in a movie like ever before. I don't oh, know, yeah. Another time I've seen something like that. Maybe First Wives Club? Maybe. 
Yes. Maybe Clueless. Verse but wise, Clueless wasn't deep. It no, was it funny. wasn't as good with women either. Yeah. Remember we talked about that. But First Wise Club had that same feeling of like, we got to come together and not yes. Yeah, because like Clueless was, let's fight over the step ex-stepbrother. Like, <laughs> bad example. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we, we talked about how that wasn't a really good sign of friendship either. Like, Sharon yeah. Dion, we both were named after famous singers. Yeah. And we both are best dressed. And that's why we're friends. Right. It was so very cool. shallow. It's a fun movie, but it's just like, yeah, I I, I haven't really but seen it was, a movie yeah, that well, kind of went into the depths. Yeah, it was like, but I'm just like, I haven't seen a movie that really depicted what Barbie did. And I sound like a stereotypical, like blonde bimbo talking about it, but yeah, but you know, it's like, I, if you get it, you get it. And the people that appreciated it were the people that it was meant for. Yeah. And if it wasn't your cup of tea, it wasn't your cup of tea. We probably should have asked why you were offended by it. Yeah. (laughs) But we also want to know what you guys thought about it. Um, If you've seen it, you can leave a comment on Spotify or Apple, or you can even um, reach out to us on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, we want to hear from um, you guys. Let yes. us know you're listening. Slide yes. into our DMs appropriately. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll, I will repost it. Screenshots. Yeah, Krista will everything. do it. She's had enough. She's had <laughs> enough. She's watched yeah. Barbie. She's empowered. We will. Right. <laughs> Who runs the world? Barbie. Yes, and Barbie. Girl. And you know what? Margot Robbie. And in that case, yes, Margot outfit. Robbie is a 10, guys. That's yeah, what we'll yeah. probably end on that note. Yes. But this was a really fun episode. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And once yes. again, to our male listeners, if you did listen and you're this far along, I actually appreciate it. And you're you're Absolutely. an ally. You're a real one for listening to like some thoughts that are pretty women-centric. But right. I'm yeah. sure you guys have it. I'm who's to say men don't have body insecurities or oh, they, not, all you know? of them do all of them do like we all know, do we're all human it's the part of the human condition to be suffering so so be a Barbie girl if you're a woman yes and if you're a man you're Knuff you are Knuff I love that <laughs> I'm gonna get that sweater I love it oh I God, know I do so too but I'm gonna go watch that movie again I think I'm gonna go with my aunt because I'm like you have to go see it and I would definitely see it again so we are pro Barbie movie over here for sure oh yes <laughs> Barbie's for life but anyway right. we'll yeah. talk to you guys next time you'll hear yes. us on Tuesday yes all right bye Kayla all right bye I love you love you